0: Hi, this is Adam Bergman on the Crown Refs podcast with a short story entitled, Never Stop Learning, Never Stop Teaching. I grew up all around team sports, but never as an athlete, aside from a very brief stint chasing butterflies and picking blades of grass during recreational soccer games at a very young age, where halftime orange slices were a huge deal, or so I've been told. But I've always had a love for competitive games, almost regardless of the sport. A fond memory was the New York Rangers in 1994, winning their first Stanley Cup championship in 50 years, with the team and their fans enduring numerous overtime, double overtime, and triple overtime, heart-stopping close calls along the way. In college, I served as a credentialed sports reporter for my university's student newspaper, and I spent countless games on press row, in locker rooms, and interviewing coaches and players for football, basketball, soccer, tennis, lacrosse, you name it. And while I never thought to interview a sports official, as reporters, we did occasionally benefit from an official running past press row with a brief explanation of an unusual ruling. Fast forward to 2018. After hearing me remark for the umpteenth time how great sports officiating would be as a semi-retirement job, My wife finally persuaded me not to wait for semi-retirement to pursue the opportunity. Spring of 2020 marked my second year refereeing basketball and my first year calling Scholastic Games. Every minute was better than the last. The only thing better than a front row seat at a competitive game is being on the court as an integral participant, exercising body and mind while keeping the game safe and fair for all. Calling an ever-elusive perfect game is the goal, and the pursuit of continuous improvement toward achieving that goal keeps me going. Mechanics, signals, positioning, and communication, they're all critically important. That said, a willingness to constantly learn and strive for continuous improvement might be even more important. And there are countless ways to do so, obvious and less obvious. Training classes offered by a local IBO association are fantastic. Arguably, there's no better learning experience than on-the-job training by donning some stripes and a whistle and learning from live game situations. After the first game or two, if you're hooked like I was, you'll seek out every opportunity to get better. I quickly found myself consuming every available Crown Ref's podcast episode, watching officiating videos, and picking the brains of my officiating partners before, during, and after games. My daughter is a varsity basketball cheerleader, so I often find myself in the stands supporting her activity. If I know any members of the officiating crew, I'll ask if I can participate in their halftime and post-game debrief. Every single time I've asked, I've been welcomed. I found myself doing the same with the officiating crews that work the varsity games, following the JV games that I officiate while I've never been shy in the presence of these senior officials I find myself wanting to listen more and speak less this podcast already must be approaching a record length without having mentioned the crazy roller coaster year that 2020 has been COVID-19 has been a global tragedy on many levels and nothing that follows is meant to suggest otherwise, but laughter truly is the best medicine. So let me set the stage. I work a full-time job Monday through Friday, and I'm usually out of the driveway well before 8 a.m., and rarely home before 5.30. And that's if I'm not officiating a game, in which case I might not pull back into the driveway until 9 o'clock at night. All that is meant to say that my wife quarterbacks most things involving the house— and virtually everything during weekdays. Fast forward to 2020, amid the global COVID outbreak, my company urged us to work from home. So I set up a temporary home office in a spare bedroom. Suddenly, I found myself answering the door for UPS deliveries and encountering other people I'd never seen before. One weekday afternoon in the spring, when I stepped outside to check the mailbox, I noticed a middle-aged gentleman and a teenager with him. They were working on our yard, and I quickly ascertained this was the father and son crew that my wife had hired to perform some yard maintenance for us. I said hello to them and thought nothing further of it. By the time I returned from the mailbox, I noticed the teenage son staring at me. And after a few seconds of silence, he said, You look so familiar. Why do I feel like I know you? So I took a closer look at him racking my brain, but I couldn't make any connection at all. So I asked him where he went to school, thinking that he might be a classmate of my daughter's, but he wasn't. I also asked whether he plays baseball, thinking I might have umpired a game he played in. He answered no to baseball, and then a few seconds later, his jaw dropped and he turned pale. He was briefly stunned into silence and then managed, You ref basketball, and you called a technical foul on me! At that point, the light bulb went off in my head, and I realized that indeed, I had. He plays in a local recreational basketball league that conducts weekend games in school gyms. The season had concluded back in February, so our encounter in the front yard was several months after basketball season, but immediately the details came flooding back. This kid had been chatty early in the particular game. He wasn't profane, nothing outrageous, just whining, asking for fouls or violations to be called. At one point, as one of his teammates was shooting free throws, I found myself standing near this kid, so I walked a little closer to him and quietly remarked that if I let him play the game and he let me referee the game, we would get along much better. He understood exactly what I was really saying loud and clear, which was, quit whining and play ball. To his credit, he did. So now if we fast forward to late in the game, he and an opponent were getting in each other's face. Again, no profanity, but they were trash-talking each other, so I dropped my whistle and told them both to knock it off. Again, to their credit, they did. Shortly thereafter, the opponent's team scored a field goal, and this kid, the one in my yard, retrieves the ball to inbound it. His opponent who had been getting in his face got right up to the end line to defend the inbounds pass and so this kid who's inbounding the ball faked an inbound pass right to his opponent's face I blew my whistle and issued a technical foul for unsportsmanlike conduct the kid shrugged his shoulders and walked away back to my front yard and again remember this is several months after the game I just described the kid's dad now alerted by his son that I had refereed his game and assessed him a technical foul, proceeded to ask me for clarification about the technical foul rules. We had a pleasant conversation, and the dad seemed more than satisfied with my explanation, especially that a technical foul in that moment is designed to de-escalate the situation and keep a fight from breaking out. Lesson learned? Well, that'll be determined when basketball resumes. Until then... Stay safe, keep learning, keep teaching, serve the game.